Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello everybody and welcome back to Rule the Roost podcast. Your second podcast this week, aren't you also very, very lucky? You're luckier even still, as today on the show we have the artist formerly known as Single Malt Suds. Phil, how are you doing mate? Welcome back. Thanks for coming on Thank last you. minute. Not at all. Um, I'm doing completely fine, to be honest. Are you actually? Completely fine. I actually am, yeah. Well, football-wise, yeah. let's shelve the rest of the... <laughs> <laughs> football wise yeah we'll talk about football aren't we? yeah yeah yeah. Uh, no ev- everything's everything's rosy mate e- everything is completely fine i'm 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 relaxed were you I'm hydrated yeah prior to the north london derby like whether we beat them or not were you be, be honest be honest did you think we'd be in this position or did you think we might beat them and that'll be our little two fingers up but they'll probably beat newcastle and everton because that's um, what that's where i was if i'm brutally honest I th- yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I sort of compartmentalised it, but after that, when they when they beat Leeds, although again that wasn't a great performance, and if I was an Arsenal fan, God forbid, I wouldn't have been sort of confident about like seeing it off or anything. But you know, for me, I was just thinking, I'm just going to enjoy the North London derby as an event and not really sort of think beyond that. Obviously not wanting them to uh, secure Champions League at our place. But to be honest, I didn't think they were. I, I didn't think that they were going to be up to much at all against us, regardless of what they did after that. So I, I was um, wildly confident about that game. So, um, but yeah, so I, I just, I didn't really kind of think beyond it pre-North London derby. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I kind of written it off after the Leeds game anyway when they played Leeds which again isn't isn't a great benchmark for a team because Leeds are absolutely terrible but then still managed to kind of give them a run for their money didn't they so um so yeah I, I was very much taking it one one game at a time <laughs> it feels like I mean I don't I don't want to speak too soon but you know I don't think what I'm about to say really has a uh, has an overall bearing on the outcome of the game because if we if we don't make Champions League from here it's on us it's our fault um, but it does feel like when you look at kind of like the last week or so that Arsenal just kind of peaked at just the wrong time really those, those kind of I can imagine the emotional upheaval and just physical upheaval to get it over the line against I mean Chelsea probably not because they were fucking awful in that game but yeah. United as well United was a bit of a battle I feel like between those two and it always sort of has been you know, and sort of in a way that I guess if Spurs had stayed good, it might have become between Spurs and Liverpool. How it was sort of developing for a bit, wasn't it? A bit of a rivalry between us, but we just tailed off too much. And maybe it'll come back now that we're getting better again. They 
were particularly rankled by us daring to get a point at Anfield. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with Arsenal, it does. It just seems like, like I say, they sort of peaked at just the wrong time, and you know, <clears throat> thankfully we've managed to pounce on that. Um, I, I, I have something that. I guess I, I don't want to say sympathy, but I would say <laughs> an understanding of the fact that it's. I just I find it funny, basically, that Arsenal ran into both Tottenham and Newcastle, two of the most sort of let's be honest on their day fervent supports in the country in their last, well, no, second to last for Tottenham, but last home game of the season for Newcastle as well, with all the kind of tifos and the pomp and splendor of all that sort of thing that. They just, yeah. I mean, a young, inexperienced team like that, it has kind of wilted under that pressure. But I, I, I don't, I don't want to spend all day talking about Arsenal because you know, whatever, whatever happens now, it's, it's on us. Um, and now I know there is the old. Cause we've been talking about this on WhatsApp, right? And obviously, the narrative at this point in time is you're not Tottenham unless you are catastrophizing about whatever's happened. Yeah, whatever big event is coming up next. But it does, <laughs> it feels all too perfectly aligned at the moment for this to be the universe delivering us perhaps the, the, the most catastrophic Tottenham kind of failure in history. I mean, just, you, but you're not buying it, right? You're, you're not buying it. You think we got more than enough to... To get that to get it over the line right because like we should do right we should batter this Norwich team they're 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 pitiful yeah absolutely and you know don't get me wrong as soon as um the second goal went in against Newcastle uh, sorry for Newcastle against Arsenal I did get sort of like a, a minor pang of or a realization it's like oh wait hang on now we have to actually do something like the onus is on us but that that was the long and short of it like if we talk about universal energy and all this sort of thing, which I don't buy into anyway, or like, you know, jinxing and all this sort of stuff. I know it's a bit of fun and games a lot of the time, but if if, if, if we're talking about that, then us, us even thinking about messing up against Norwich is some sort of manifestation. And, you know, we, we talk about how well um, Spurs fans... Uh, support the team during the North London, which we would anyway. But, you know, there was a particular acknowledgement of it making, if not a big difference, then certainly, you know, a partly helping us along and certainly affecting Arsenal's players. Then I do think that we have to kind of get rid of this, you know, as you say. And, you know, I understand it because... I'm exactly the same, but I'm, I'm just saying that like, as as a fan base, I think we do have to kind of get over that idea of you're not Tottenham unless you're, you know, it's only when we, we score our fifth in the 75th minute against Norwich that I can relax. You know, I, I, I do get it because we've, we've experienced some horrific and ridiculous kind of turnarounds, but I'm also like, this is Norwich, mate. And they are by their own account as well. If you, read their, their own fans' comments about their season and this game particularly, they are terrible. And it doesn't really matter if they're terrible or not. We're Tottenham Hotspur. We've just, we've, we're on a really good run at the moment. We're actually a really good team. And actually, no, we're not Tottenham Hotspur. Ignore that. We are a good football team. And we should, and we have more than enough to beat a team who are already relegated. I know there's the massive parallel with... Um, the Newcastle 5-1 game but 
also we didn't really have anything to play for it in that 5-1 Newcastle game as much as you know we ended up finishing below Arsenal we'd still qualified for the Champions League that season um, so this this is different and you know it is a it, it Conte's teams and set up and approach are so much different to Pochettino's it doesn't necessarily it's, that's not to kind of you know pour scorn on Pochettino's way but his way was a very sort of emotionally charged um, approach to things and you know cojones leave it all on on the pitch and all about heart and passion and everything like that um, Conte's is a bit more structured and a bit more well no I mean this team is worse than us and this is how we beat them so you know that's partly why I've got complete faith that we're going to do it and even still I don't think Arsenal were going to beat Everton either but again those are ramifications that I don't think are going to going to matter but yeah I mean this, this idea of spending all of this week sort of worrying about whether or not Norwich are going to beat us, bottom of the table Norwich are going to beat us, doesn't help anyone. It certainly doesn't help us as fans to just kind of look forward to actually, you know, firstly this season ending because it's been ridiculous, but also just actually, you know, finishing in the top four, finishing above Arsenal and then that being a, an excellent season. I mean, it's, it's absolutely unbelievable that we're in this position, right? When you think, because I was so just disengaged the start of it. There's the time under Nuno and everything like that. I just, you couldn't buy into that. You know, I was just, mm-hmm. you were just waiting for the next thing to happen. You're like, well, okay, so we're writing off, we're writing off two years here, are we? Under Nuno? Like, just, do you know what I mean? Because we weren't going to do anything under him, were we? And everybody, you could see that. No. You could see that almost instantly. Players weren't responding to him. You know, you feel like a, some of the sort of snippets coming out of the media and stuff like that weren't particularly favourable of him. I'm, I mean, I know people want to sort of adopt this whole, oh, you know, don't want to be horrible about him. He inherited a tough job and all that. But I'm like, did he Did he know really? Like, did he, was it that tough a job that, you know, he had to be so sort of snarly and kind of whatever in every sort of press conference. It's the same shit with Mourinho, you know. I, I get it. Right, okay, it was probably a bit difficult coming after Pochettino, but... Team was still fucking amazing, you know. Um, but I, I don't know. We don't know. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I understand that there were certain things between him and Paratici and whatever, and it's it's a side point. It doesn't really matter anymore because it feels it honestly feels like it was about f- three seasons ago. Do you know what I mean? Like the, Re- yeah, the whole it really, Nuno really, stuff. really does. It's bizarre. It, it's um, and, and you make a good point there that you know. Towards, towards the end of his reign, I think we all knew that it was going to end very quickly, but about a month before that, when we were just a bit a bit bad and we couldn't really, you know, we weren't getting battered, but we weren't really sort of winning games. It all just felt a bit like, this is, this is bad news because we are slipping, we're going to slip behind, you know, the idea that Newcastle were going to be the richest club in the world next season, all this sort of thing. It felt really kind of... Like we've picked the wrong manager at the wrong time. It was a bit doomsday, time. wasn't it? It was, and and I don't think that that was being particularly dramatic as well. Because if you look at how this season has now ended, you look at Man United, you look at Arsenal, especially Arsenal, where them not finishing in the top four this season at the expense of us. You know, if it was Man United, then that's one thing, and probably the same sort of thing, but. Us finishing above them and finishing the top four is is terrible news for them as a club over the next five years. You know, 
they're now stuck in the trap of the the Europa League and it and it's us that uh, they're rivals not just in kind of locality but also in the pecking order at the moment we've leapfrogged them we've so so it's it it, it, it that that just speaks to what what it that was looking like it was going to be our destiny under Nuno that we just like as you say pick the wrong manager are we just going to write off two years and in those two years all these things are going to happen it's going to make the next years after that when we try and claw our way back when we get a decent manager when we get you know this rebuild completed it's going to be so it's going to be even more of a closed shop so yeah just go back to that man united game such a sliding doors moment when it is it's unreal it's just funny isn't it like with arsenal and with united obviously they're two teams with with huge histories you know far more glittering than our own and everything but in a certain way it sort of feels like Tottenham are just more relevant now than either of them you know it's just something a bit that there's just something a bit dusty about about both of those teams it's just yeah 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 yeah. it's just it's I don't know I can't I can't quite put it into words but it just feels like they feel like the the lad who was really good at secondary school who's now in his 40s and still clinging on to it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you see him and he's like he's like bald or something. <laughs> yeah, he's bald and he'll still try and, you know, the lad he used to bully at school is like really successful and doing really well for himself, but he'll still yeah. try and like cut him down a bit or something if he ever yeah, sees yeah, him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's just... Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. I don't know, there's something about it, but I, I, I definitely know what you're saying about, because I think the, the, the biggest thing for me on this, right... And this is, you know, why I just sort of wanted to get this out. And I'm not, I'm not doing this as in, in some exercise to be like negative or anything. I'm just working out all of the different sort of thoughts and feelings that I'm having at the mm-hmm. moment about this game because it is, it's to me, it's you know probably ever since, ever since it was only a couple of seasons ago, but since the Champions League final, which to be honest was a bit of an aberration in itself. Definitely, yeah. We're sort of talking, I mean, maybe more back to kind of the end of 16-17, shall we say, when it was going into that Wembley season, I think. This again feels like it's a really pivotal point, in my opinion, in Tottenham's history. And it, there's something to me, I'm I'm kind of looking at these paths now that we're on, as in like, it, one, one side of me wants to say, you're too emotionally kind of charged about this, even if from here we finish fifth, Considering how the season started, fifth place is good. Yes, it's horrible to finish beneath Arsenal, but we're on a positive trajectory, blah, 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 blah. But the only thing I say about to that is like the position that we're in now, the kind of the optics and the feel around this whole thing that, again, with Champions League, if we fought this hard to get to this position and we somehow lose to Norwich and yeah, you know Arsenal, whatever they they beat Everton, which you'd imagine they probably will. Basically, if we don't get Champions League from this point, I can't help but feel that Conte might walk, and I re- I, I really t- sort of do feel that, and it, it because to to me it's kind of like this now. This is last chance saloon in that we get into the Champions League. Obviously, he's staying. I'm sure the contract extension comes. We spend a shitload of money this summer. If we don't get into the Champions League, there's that bit of me that thinks like, not because we haven't made the Champions League because we had no right to at the start of the season. It's more from to get to this position and for it to be kind of fail. I'm I'm just not sure 
he's an emotional guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I worry that that might just like spin his nut a bit too much. You know, that he's just going to be like, I can't, I cannot rely on these lot. I can't, I don't want this. I don't want like the stench of this like Spursy, this kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. thing on me. And so I, I really, I like, I really do think because to me it's like you know from this position we should get Champions League, and in the back of my head, like heart and head, I think we should. We w- we just went to fucking Anfield the other week, right? And we put on that what I would say is a close to masterclass at Anfield of how to play against Liverpool. It was almost a perfect game, wasn't yeah. it? In in the, in the context. So if we go and do the do the job that we should do, like you say. That's true. Conte is hammering in this like professional approach to these players. We should get the job done. This is what I think we're looking at. We're going into the Champions League and the chance that we sign a Dybala on a free, Alessandro Bastoni that we've been linked to, you know, <laughs> John McGinn. <laughs> but it's <laughs> not quite on uh, that. Yeah. He's a good player. John McGinn. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Which yeah, yeah, he's a decent hey, player, whatever. but to, to me, he's, Conte wants yeah. it. Conte gets it, mate. Conte wanted Danny Drinkwater, though, mate. That's all. <laughs> but still, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's okay. it's big, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it definitely is, and I, I and I think as much as you know what I said before about the sort of pearl clutching that we that we all do, and it, it kind of bleeds into actually being a negative force for the club. Just looking at it rationally, I, I think you're right. I think that if 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 we blow it, it's it's not if we don't get Champions League. If we don't beat Norwich at home to get Champions, or if we you know if we lose to Norwich away um, to get dumped out of the top four places, that does feel like Conte fuel to absolutely you know explode and and leave. And I think f- for those reasons that you say that it, it, that's very much a yeah actually nah I, I ain't doing this. They they've just cost me two and a half mil, you know. If if you believe what you read in the papers, that that's what he's in line for a bonus if they get top four. I think that all all these not to say he's a mercenary, but you know all these things are going to just be like, yeah, no, nah, I don't fancy this. E- even if you know Levy could promise the transfer funds, I, I still think he'd be like, nah, not for me. This there's something about this club that I'm, I'm just not. As you say, I'm going to wash my hands of it before I get the the stench, the stench on me even more. Like looking, looking past this, right? If we if we do do this, if we if we get, you know, we finish top four, we get kind of some a few players in in summer. I mean, where where do you view this project going, mate? Because is is this is the sky the limit as far as you're concerned? Are Liverpool and City too good, or you know, is this? Is this Tottenham team proper? Is it real, do you think? Well, I mean, I was going to say yes to Liverpool and City being too good, but they neither of them beat us last season or this season. So that suggests that the problem isn't, you know, 11 v 11. It's just the kind of, it, it's the it's the moments of concentration. in the And, you know, again, it's, it, it, we, we don't have a full... Um, evidence base because this season has been so fragmented that we you know we don't know what a Conte team would be able to do throughout the season we've seen what it might be able to do you know given the what the half of the season that he's had and even then the start of it was still a bit clunky and there's been patches where it's been awful but 
why not? I mean, it, why not? What? Why? Why can't we sort of challenge? I mean, it, Liverpool and Klopp in particular are such a, as you said before, like an aberration to things because he's doing things that I don't think any sort of managers have really done. Even Ferguson would do this kind of big refresh. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you every season or so you know boot out a big name player just to keep everyone on their toes Klopp doesn't even seem to need to do that he just still manages to get them going will that run out at some point I guess it could but I've been thinking that for the last three seasons and it hasn't been the case so point is I think we're we're in a good place and there's no reason next season why we can't be sort of in the top three conversation, whether that means that, you know, we're going to be, it could be a three-way title race. I don't know. Uh, I'd probably say no, not yet, but I don't think we're that far away from just having a, a really good squad because I think that's been the difference. Our squad, you know, our, our, our first 11 has been good and, and showed that it could work well under Conte's system, but it's just when we've needed to kind of change the game or whatever, clearly our squad isn't up to... Um, the, the other teams in the top fours. So that's where the problem lies. So that's, you know, if we're talking about the money we're going to spend, yeah, you know, it'd be good to get some sort of big, big name or, you know, quality players in. I, but I, I think that a, 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 the bigger problem with our with our squad is the kind of the bench, the bench players and, and they're kind of having the different um, options to bring off it rather than just kind of like folk. So... With that being all said, yeah, I think that we've we are on that we could be on the cusp of something something big, but that that's you you can't ignore that what other clubs are going to do. I don't think United are going to be suddenly this this kind of force. I still I still think they're going to be too bogged down in their, you know, this is Man United, which is what Arsenal have suddenly tarred themselves with as well. You know, their invincible stuff and whatever, which is like you know twenty years ago or whatever, doesn't help them. And you know, going back to your point about about us, not that I can speak for uh, neutral fans, but it seems like we, we, we are not tainted with that. We're not bogged down. Oh, yeah, we have our Spursy stuff, but we're not bogged down with this idea that we should be something, you know, and, and that we're, we're failing to, to, to reach it. If anything, we're sort of overachieving. So we're, we're, not, we're not weighed down by the things that other clubs have. Newcastle... I mean, I don't really know about the financial fair play stuff, but they, um, 
I don't think it'll be next season where they're suddenly kind of knocking on the door of the of, of the title, if not the top four. So, um, yeah, I, I think we're well placed. I think I think we're certainly well placed to again sort of finish top four and maybe go on to kind of win a cup. It just depends again what what Chelsea are kind of going to be doing because they're one of the sort of big teams in our way for domestic trophies, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And if, if they, they're starting to rock with the way that their kind of takeover goes and, and losing a bunch of players, then hopefully that opens a bit of... I mean, uh, you'd think he's, he's not going to put Abramovich money in, is he? This Ted Bowen. No, no, no. No, not at all. Not It'd at all. be more like a... I sort of see him becoming more like a Man United type team. Do you know what I mean? Like They'll still kind of want to cling on to their prestige, if you like, by probably like these random glamour hires and stuff like that. But... I just don't. I can't see the. I don't know. I'm. I'm basing this on very little, to be honest. Um, probably a slightly anti-Americans in football <laughs> sentiment. Um, but I just, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I because I agree with you, and I just can't. They just fuck off, you know, Chelsea now. Like they've had their fun. Just go away now. Like, just get out the way. <laughs> well, um, I mean, as you said, they they they're not going to have Abramovich money, and Abramovich money is why they've been such a pain in our ass for the last whatever it is two decades i do i mean the other thing i i seem to be sort of pretty much oh, oh i'm so edgy i just mean I, i'm pretty much one of the only people that seems to feel though that like there's something about like liverpool that it's less it's less permanent i don't i don't see this as like it's you know they're doing really well with Klopp. obviously i mean that's an understatement they're doing fantastically well with Klopp, and like this squad that they have just seems to Never, never dwindle. But I don't, I don't see them as this like permanent, unflappable force at the top of the league. I, I think they're kind of like a club that's managed to extend their Pochettino era, if you like, into mm-hmm. you know, into into being much bit. But you know, ultimately, the foundation of it, it's not the same as City or Chelsea. Um, no, no. I mean, they'll do what they usually do. Do that. You know, they have their purple patches and then drift off for for a few seasons. You know, by drift off, I mean finishing fifth and fourth, and and not like winning the Champions League. But, um, but yeah, you're right. It does feel a bit different for them, doesn't it? It does. I mean, it's working at the moment. It'll work next season, I reckon. But as you say, there's that doesn't feel like the. Um, Do you think at all though? Like, I'm just wondering because this that they've not only is it be they must be physically exhausted from this season, the emotional upheaval of what they've done this year. I do wonder how much that will carry on because I, t- I think the year after they won the Premier League the last time they had a, a dud season, didn't they, where they only just scraped into the top four? Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I, I wonder because because that was their kind of first win in ages. I wouldn't if say if they won it this season. I don't think they will, but if if they won it this season, I don't think they'd have the same sort of emotional come down next season. I think that they'll sort of be a bit more used to it and it'd be less of a kind of emotional um, drain on them. But um, but also, I mean, if they do win quadruple, which again, I don't think they do, um, I don't think they win anything else this season. Quadruple. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine it forever oh. and always. It, it, like, yeah. Shah was saying, you know, if you, even if Spurs like went on and won, like, 
the league or even if we won the double you imagine that 24-25 season Tottenham Hotspur win the yeah, double yeah you yeah, won the though, have you you know <laughs> every, every every single person's achievement <laughs> forever and always yeah yeah, yeah, was... yeah that's why I can't bear the idea of it I'm no. so glad that they actually won the FA Cup because it would have been so funny if they, all this talk of quadruple they even ended up with just the league just the league cup which we you know yeah exactly for, but <laughs> we'd all be like hanging off lampposts yeah. fucking yeah. you know what I mean why isn't Levy going, doing an open top bus you know <laughs> I'm here where are they yeah. up the high road yeah, um, <laughs> sorry, I've lost my train of thought. What were you saying? <laughs> I don't know. I was just, I was just thinking about the lamppost. It's just about Liverpool losing their um, <laughs> their momentum. <laughs> but I, I don't know, mate. It's just it's a very it's a very weird time. I really I don't you know this is this is just a sort of random little pod I'm doing at the end of the week because I was just like I just don't know how I feel about all this. I'm I've had so mm. much nervous energy ever since the Arsenal game. I've just been thinking, like, fucking. How long? How long? How long do we have to wait till bloody Sunday? Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do? And I've I've barely been able to concentrate all week. And I mean, I think the one thing I, I will say is it's it's good to as much as it's you know probably obtrusive to you know actually having a life. It's good to sort of feel a bit alive with Tottenham again, isn't it? Like to feel like there's something. Yeah, there yeah, again. yeah. A- absolutely. Like, what's the point of doing it otherwise? Yeah, under Fo- football. I mean, not not life. Well, yeah, bit of both, <laughs> but, but yeah, like you, you just, that, that's what I'm saying, and that's why I kind of um, between the Arsenal game and the Burnley game, just I was just sort of basking in 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 in, in the result, and you know, I, I think had we smashed Burnley to bits, then it would be a foregone conclusion that we were beaten. I don't think anyone, even in the, the most kind of negative spiral, Spurs fans minds there would be anything more than a, a flicker of doubt that we were going to beat Norwich. But because that game was really tough and, you know, understandably so, I mean, it was never going to be a, a cakewalk given how, you know, recent we played Arsenal, whatever. But that was such a nervy game. So I, th- I think that that has kind of created a, a, a little more doubt than there should be for beating Norwich who, or again, not losing to Norwich who, Again, by all accounts, have been absolutely terrible. What do you want to see from the game, mate? Do you want to see, like, do you just want to see us win, or are you getting into the whole like? Because there's a lot of people being like, "Oh, it'd be lovely for Sonny to win the the golden boot. If we get a penalty, would you let him take it?" I'm like, "No, I fucking wouldn't." Like, I love Sonny, but give it to Harry Kane, the best fucking penalty taker probably ever. Like, I cannot believe people are asking this question. This is what this is what really gets me about football in in general right and this is a thing that just not to i don't want to reference arsenal anymore but under wenger what arsenal would do they would just score goals if someone was waiting for a tap in they would get the ball and tap it in they would confirm the result the three points and then go on and do this you know golden boot lark i don't care if it's eight own goals or whatever three points the the golden boot stuff yeah be fine but it doesn't matter at all I don't want to. That's this is a one thing that I have, and I don't think this is what I think would be under Pochettino, which I don't think will be under Conte. Everyone looking to play Sun in at all at all points when 
you've got Emerson Royale in space. I know, you know, that's a bad example, but still, if Emerson Royale can tap it in or... Again, this is probably a bad example now. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd, I'd, rather, you know I mean? yeah. I'd rather try and find Excellent. Sun, to be honest. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Sun's know, on yeah, the halfway know, line really. past yeah. everything. But you know what I mean? It's... <laughs> but it's... Um... It's, it's 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 just that mentality it's like no 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 don't this is this is all unnecessary just kick it in the net kick it in the net as many times as you can don't worry about all the other narratives that are going on um and even you know i think even even sun i think sun would not be kind of taking shots on at nil nil when there was you know someone in space again depends who it is but i i i, I I don't think he'd suddenly turn into this kind of um, selfish monster, as it were. I think he'd kind of know what's riding on it and know what's more more important. Because, and plus, again, us going 2-0 up means we're probably going on to win the game 5-0. So I, I, I just want to see us like get into a healthy league. Then the party stuff can start happening. I mean, if we get if we get it, You'd fully expect Conte to extend his contract now, wouldn't you? I without think it, shed, without I, shadow, without I would say yeah. you know it's 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 got to be a mutual thing, right? He can't just come to the chairman and say I want two hundred mil to spend this summer when he's on a one year contract, can he? I mean, it, it, the, no, no, no. The two no. must go hand in hand. I, I, you'd assume, right? Yeah, and I, I, I don't. Again, weirdly, had had we not had a chance at finishing fourth. At this point, I think he would be staying. But as you said, us now being faced with a glorious opportunity to do so, for us to blow it, I just think that his brain couldn't handle that. So, but yeah, I mean, again, this is all kind of a moot point because I, I, I really just think it's a, it is pretty much a foregone conclusion now. And I know people's hearts will, you know, jump when I say that. But come on, oh mate, it's gonna be. I'm getting more nervous talking about it now, but we shouldn't be. It's fucking Norwich. No, they're, they are. It is. Yeah. They're the. They are easily the worst team in the league. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And and they really love us for giving them Oliver Skip. By the way, not that the kind of you know the players or the management care about this stuff, but Nor- Norwich do do have an, an affection for us. So um, I don't expect a, like a white hot atmosphere. Of trying to like you know knock us off our perch at Carrow Road. Well, that was a nice bird analogy, Ooh, wasn't it? Oh yes, yes, the battle of the birds. <laughs> bird on ball. Yeah. Um, I, oh, I just, I, I will never ever be able to trust this football club ever again if they, if they fuck it up on this one, mate. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that that's the flip side. If 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 they do mess it up from here, and I'm like, okay, now this is come on, this come on now. <laughs> I know we talk about this, you know, this being a cursed club, but this is this is this is ridiculous amount of evidence suggests that we are. But again, all a moot point, Jack. It is because I I do I think my like I say, and it's not just like a rational brain thing. I think my heart and my head says that we've got just we just got some amazing players who have really you you can't. I don't think you can undermine what the players have done these past few weeks. I mean, obviously, a lot of this is on Conte. Great, he's he's breathed life back into the squad or whatever, and we've signed in Bentancur and Kulusevski, two integral parts of what's manifested in the in the tail end of this season. But 
you know, I think the the players themselves deserve they deserve our respect, really. You know, I, I think yeah, I'm still seeing a bit of this whole kind of back him. You know, look at what he can do with this useless bunch. I mean, I, I just I don't think that's fair. I don't think they are. I think no, you know, I don't, I don't think that's fair. And I think I think that the the fact that they they're so maligned is because. You know, Pochettino's methods started to not, not kind of work, and a lot of these kind of players weren't weren't actually here uh, under Pochettino, or certainly weren't kind of um, the mainstays they are now. They haven't been coached properly. Like Mourinho, what didn't coach properly, did he? He was like, "I'm not going to tell my players how to play football." It's like, I'm pretty sure that's your fucking job, mate. Isn't no, it? No, well, apparently, like, he, he like said they could just sort out their own fitness. That that wasn't yeah, his like, job to teach is, athletes not, how to stay fit. What? This is not how it is. That's this this the, the the margins are too fine to kind of just to just to, to just do that. And you know, Conte, I don't think he's done anything actually necessarily that um, outlandish. He's just had time with the players, and we've seen it from you know having a week to prepare for for a game. Players just know instinctively what to do, and all that is is pass to your teammate really isn't it well it seemed like, like we were struggling like, to even do that at points yeah, that's we, what but... i mean it's like it's because you you get the ball and you know that someone's going to either be here or here so you know it takes the kind of that that moment's uncertainty out of things and and that's 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 what i mean by i mean obviously it's it's needed and it, that that's still a skill to kind of get that across and drill it into players and get them all on side but that's 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 all that's really happened. I just think, you know, nicely done. Nicely done to the lads. Nicely done to Conte for whatever. Uh, sort of getting past that initial stage of, you know, whatever. His ego, his emotion, his whatever it was. He seems mm. to have just screwed his head on. Got into it, as do the players. And, you know, I think they, I think they, you know, deserve deserve our respect and yeah I, I think i think we're gonna do it i think we are gonna do it and it's uh, it's only i the the nerves are there because you think about the possibility don't you that's that's all that it is it's the possibility that's of what a, it yeah, could yeah, be yeah. Of, of you every single gooner you know sending you a whatsapp message and uh, yeah. you know we've all been there right we we know how this goes but really just focus on the fact that this is a team, this is a group of players that have literally dragged themselves up, you know? Like we, we were looking yeah. at we were looking at finishing below like fucking wolves and teams like that, a few wolves and West Ham. And now look how far we we're, we're ten points clear of Manchester United. Yeah, you know? I was saying shit teams like Man United were gonna finish <laughs> above us. When as a Tottenham fan did you think you would you would be able to say that consistently? We consistently finish above Manchester United. It's insane. What what's it happened insane, to this guy? Yeah. This is it. Just you know, maybe maybe this is it. We're finally we're kind of we've been building and building and building, getting to this point, becoming the club that we've always sort of dreamed of being, this sleeping giant or that bullshit we always used to say to comfort ourselves in the fucking nineties and noughties. But we're finally there. We finally arrived. We've got a massive fucking stadium. We've got a world class manager. We've got a chairman that is seemingly now given his own head a wobble, to be fair to, to Levy. Like it's just kind of taken a, a step back, farmed it out to the people that know best. And you know, it seems to be seems to be working so far. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. But yeah. oh, the future's bright, mate. Let's hope so. 
yeah, speak to you on uh, <laughs> next Monday. <laughs> ah, only joking. It's gonna be, it's gonna be totally fine. Like if if if, if we were playing, if we played like yesterday, then I'd be a bit more like, oh, I mean, we're not gonna be fit. We've had a week to prepare. It's gonna be completely fine. Uh, what is it, Mark? What is it, Kermode always says? Everything will be all right in the end, and if it's not all right, it's not the end. I don't buy that in this case, though, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't ring true. It, it, if if it's not all right, then it absolutely is the end. <laughs> yeah, if it's not all right, then it's not the much better. <laughs> What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 